listening to Indiana Jones in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at the artifacts that make up the world of Indiana Jones, backstories, histories, and details about some of our favorite characters. And now, here are this week's hosts of Indiana Jones in Character. Hello and welcome back to Indiana Jones in Character. In character. Can you tell I'm smiling when I talk sometimes? I can. You're usually smiling. Yeah. I, I usually you are, You're a very jovial, happy person in general, I believe. I am. I usually, you know, even when I'm, you know, I always like to make people smile, just make something, you know, go go better than what it is. You know, because this you world do. right now is, isn't that good. You find the comedy in life. I do. I've always I'm, admired that about you. I try to bring a smile to your face. Even if you're dead, I try to make you smile. Well, I don't know about that. But <laughs> you that is something that I've always admired about you. You uh, you never, I mean, I'm sure there are times you are not so happy or, you know, things are bothering you. But you never, you I, never, I never put that out there on anyone else. I hide it deep within. So one of these days I want to fucking snap. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> When you climb up in that wa- in that in that tower in one the, day, in that watchtower, yes, and people are going to be like <laughs> referencing this as Exhibit A at your trial. Well, which reminds me, you saying you know me with the rifle in a watchtower. Your name has been mentioned in this house over the past three or four days now. Mine, your name, yes. Okay, that's not good. If well, you're using that as a as a as an intro for it, because we. The kids and I, they we are now playing the biggest game that just came out, The Last of Us Part Two. Oh God! And yeah. see, and this is why your name was as as brought up because whenever we're we're playing it, we love it. It's fan, it's phenomenal. And I keep telling them, Kaylee and Luke, like, every time I we're we're playing it, and half the game you're on a horse. Mm-hmm. Then guess what? You get off the horse. Mm-hmm. There's a stage where you have to find one of those a generator, and you gotta follow the fucking electric cord to where you want to go. Throw it over some trees and hop this fence, and it's a good half an hour just walking around. And I, I, I tell them, this is why Dave hates these kind of games because <laughs> this is all you do is walk through the trees and find a generator. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I played that first one. I swear, I played it for two days, and I didn't see another person in the game. (laughs) I just was running through the field, running through a junkyard. What's going to happen? Nothing. That's what's going to happen. And there's a scene where we we now have a rifle, and then we upgrade it. We have a fucking scope on it, and you can pick off the um, people and and the creatures in a a tower, and that just reminded me of you. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I would have never gotten to that stage. I don't get to the stage because I can't sit through the two days of walking. Well, do you? Are you also bothered? Like when you when you turn the game on, there's a there's like a 16 minute opening movie. I don't mind that because because okay. the, then they build the mythology and it's at least you ca- you care about the characters. Okay. I, I like the movie. I like the movie in the first one with the people in the truck and the daughter and the whole deal. Yeah, but okay. then when it's when it's your turn to do something, you never do anything that's as exciting as it is in the movie. This one, though, it is it is emotional. It is really good. And Last of Us is being made into a fucking HBO Max. 
show. Great. Are you, <laughs> I don't know. Are you going to watch it? Because I, I can't wait. No, I won't. And I hope they <laughs> hire. I hope to... they. Ca- I hope they cast people that are in good shape because it's a lot of walking. But <laughs> but you don't have to do anything. You just watch it. You don't have to move around. You can yeah, just watch great. it. So even less fun for me. Oh, At least yeah. before I get to control where the man walked. Now I don't have any even control over that. I, it's not going to be ten minutes of him walking. All right, it will be a great show. That's going to be phenomenal to watch. Okay. All I'm right. glad you're enjoying it. But yes, it is. It is. It is great. So, all right. I'm sorry. Back to Indiana Jones and character. <laughs> Back to Last of Us and character. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> in, in this episode, grass. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Wind. <laughs> the, the, a tumbleweed goes by. <laughs> Good lord. This is horrible. Well, who are we doing, Dave? We are doing, and I re, the, the one of the reasons why we did this is because in our feedback episode that we just had last week, there was a, a great listener named Alex who decided that we should do Walter Donovan, and we both said we would forget to dedicate this episode to Alex. So rather than forget, we're doing it right away. So this one's for you, Alex. This is for you, Alex. And I, I told Dave earlier, I, this is one that I could have bet money on that we already did. Well, we might have. I would have lost that bet. <laughs> I trust Alex to know that we didn't. What so. if he's fucking setting us up now? Well, that could be. And in the meantime, also anyone that listened to our feedback, we have discovered who General Fatfuck is. <laughs> yes, we have. On Twitter, Clint has let us know that it, that he is, in fact, General Fatfuck, and he got it from, and Matt told us this, too. Matt, as soon as Matt heard it, he knew this. Yeah. That he got it from a Star Wars in Character episode that we did on Porkins, where I believe Matt called Porkins General Fatfuck. Yeah. So why didn't we remember that? I mean, you remember everything. Me, there's, I have an excuse, because I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just stupid. I have no excuse. Okay. I mean, I mean, I don't, that was... We've been doing stars and character for how long? Ten years. Yeah, yeah. I can't. So remember. that was a long time ago. Ten but Matt ago. remembered. So this is dedicated to Alex for coming up with it, and thank you, Clint, for uh, for your submission. I wonder what like when Clint was either working, jogging, driving, something, making love, and he heard General Fatfuck. Like what? What did he do at that moment? <laughs> I guess just... it depends. If he was driving, I hope I hope that he. Uh, you know, obeyed the laws. If he was walking, he was probably in The Last of Us. <laughs> and if he was making love, I hope that was full release. Jennifer <laughs> yeah. Fafak, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like Dennis Reynolds, full release. <laughs> well, they, I'm excited because this is a, this is this has to be like in the top ten of Indiana Jones characters of all time. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a major character, and I think I am safe in saying a kind of beloved character, even especially for a villain. Yeah, I mean I don't I don't know anyone that is like oh he was awful at it. No, everybody everybody likes this character just because of is, how slimy he is. I was gonna say is is it he the the nicest indie villain we had, or is <laughs> Belloc's kind of kind of nice though too in the good slimy way. I like I maybe Indiana Jones. That's what they're good at—the slime. 
Yeah. I mean, Hitler's probably the the main villain in at least the first and third one. But he's really nice though. If you get to know him, he's really nice. So Indiana Jones has the has that covered as far as like you're not gonna do any worse than that. Yeah, yeah, true, true. We can't top that one. Well, Walter Donovan is he's an American first. So there's not a lot of Americans in the Indiana Jones movies and just just in general. Like in in part two, is he the only American in that movie? I I mean, off the top of my head, I really can't think of any. I guess, yeah. Everyone else is either Chinese or Indian. I mean, even Dan Aykroyd's supposed to be British, for God's sakes. There's, I think he may be the only American How in that Willie? movie. I guess she's. American. Oh yeah, duh. <laughs> can, and, and the Willie. elephant was American. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was the rare spotted American elephant. <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> and and Raiders, same thing. Not a lot of Americans. We yeah. we finally get another American, and he's an asshole. Yeah, he's a dick. Yes, he is. He is an industrialist by trade, and just like Henry Jones Sr. has a hard-on for the grail. Why is that? Like... I don't know if it's if it's if it's out there still like today's twenty twenty whatever is it still mm. out there I don't care. <laughs> well, I, I don't want to try to find it. I wonder if there's it, the Holy Grail has been a um thing in movies since forever. I know you don't like Monty Python. I know, but I know it. I heard it's great. I heard it's funny. I should watch it and check it out. Just but, watched it two days ago with my son. Yeah, for, for like, like the seventy fifth time. Um. I think it's great that two of my favorite all-time movies are about the Holy Grail. This, yeah, that's that is that is pretty cool actually. But it's it's a thing, and 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 what we'll get to later. But I mean, I can say it now. Donovan, although he ends up embroiled with the Nazis, he doesn't give a shit about the Nazis. He only cares about the Grail. Is it because what he thinks it does to you for you? Yeah. Okay. He's gonna live forever. Yeah. He doesn't care about politics. He doesn't care about countries. He cares about living forever. He's rich. He's self-centered. He's slimy. He's perfect. He is good. He he is a nice. He's someone who you, you kind of like believe or agree with, not really knowing you know, what what he's in in it for, kind of thing. Right. I I think he plays it perfectly, and we'll get to him a little bit later. Um. There isn't actually a lot of backstory or things that aren't in the movies about Donovan. I mean, there's some things I want to ask you about. But uh, it, like I said, his passion is the Grail. So who better to help him than the premier expert on the Grail, Henry Jones Sr. himself? And we learn early on that the key to finding it is the Grail tablet. So I did a little bit of research on the Grail tablet. Okay. Does this really exist like in, in, like in the real world? No. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> which is funny. It's funny how they came up because some of this stuff. I mean, for someone to watch this stuff, it's almost like an Oliver Stone movie. Like, how much of this is real? Or how much of this shit did you make up, dude? Well, I, I, to this day, I thought everything I saw was real, documented footage. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there are two markers, and I researched the one that is in his apartment. He has the first one accidentally. Actually, and and this is really one of the only things that we don't see in the movie. Um, sometime in the 1930s, he, because he is an industrialist, he needs metal. He has miners digging for copper in the mountains of Turkey, where they accidentally find 
this second marker of the Grail tablet. All, all by accident? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it just so happens. Maybe this is the thing. It doesn't say this. Maybe this is the thing that kicks him off on. Once they find it, he's like, shit, I could really find this now. Yeah. Um, so he keeps it in his apartment in New York City on Fifth Avenue. That's where Indy is when he goes to see him. The text on the tablet is part real scripture from, you know, scripture books that were translated into Latin, and the rest of it is complete bullshit that they made up. <laughs> does does it, does it really say something like, like that's so, like, bullshitty on there? <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> if it was, like, a recipe for blueberry muffins yeah. or something. <laughs> something, yeah. Eggplant or something, yeah. <laughs> Eggplant parmesan. <laughs> It's supposed to be limestone. The the one in the movie, like when Indy's looking at it and all that stuff, it's supposed to be limestone. The prop is actually just made of plaster that they carved that stuff into. And I did learn the name of the prop master for Indiana Jones. His name is Paul Robbins. Okay. I mean, the, the stuff in in all those movies is fantastic. Yeah, the, God, the, yeah. From from the loaves of bread to the, you know, to the grail itself. So this guy, I think, at least deserved a mention on our show. Did you see? Did he do anything else? Anything else cool or? I actually didn't look. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it's plaster. Donovan himself is a multimillionaire. And he has dabbled in historical artifacts, done some donations. He has a good name, a good standing name in the antiquities community, which is probably one of the reasons why Henry Jones Sr. doesn't, you know, balk at getting involved with him. Okay. All right. He's married, and he, like I said, he lives on Fifth Avenue in New York City with, and here's your bonus character. <laughs> he lives with Mrs. Donovan. No first name. <laughs> now, are you, I'm not going to spoil this. I just heard recently like that's his wife in real life. It is. Okay. Okay. It is. Yeah. That was that was one of the neatest things I found in all this was that it was a the the original character's name was Walter Chandler. So. If you look, if you look up in um, the what call it, the script, she's listed as Mrs. Chandler, okay. not Donovan. Not Donovan. No, the actress suggested by the producers is Mrs. Julian Glover herself, which I think is great. That is great, but is she an actual actress? Like- she's an actress. She's oh. got she's got a long people in people in Britain, at least in the UK throughout would know who she is you know who knows who she is eric moore yeah from, from he knows everything what what doesn't he know eggplant probably <laughs> hey eric do they have eggplant parmesan in britain yeah. suck it get back to us <laughs> she is in his one of his favorite shows and a show that he does uh, a show about on news as she's in blake seven Okay. She's in Doctor Who. He also does Doctor Who adversaries. If you're a Doctor Who fan, go to neosaz.com. Have you ever she, seen an episode of Doctor Who, Dave? Like anything? Have I seen an I used to watch the Doctor Who with the uh, scarf. And the hat? When, Did he have the yeah. hat on? Yeah, because that was on PBS here when we were little and into teenagers. And the only place that you could watch... One of my favorite shows growing up was SCTV uh, oh, yeah. Canada. Yeah, yeah. And before or after, I can't remember, SCTV on PBS, um, Doctor Who was on. I never saw an, an episode once. 
But I know, I know it's huge. I mean, that's that's to to, them, to some people that's their Star Wars and, and stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, her name is Isla Blair. Uh, she was in, like I said, Doctor Who. She was in the Saint. This keeps coming up. She was in the TV show The Saint with Roger Moore. Yeah, everybody, like every British person that we've done over the last several episodes has been in The Saint. She actually was an extra in A Hard Day's Night, which I think is awesome. That is, that is pretty cool, actually. And she was not in Bond, but she was in Johnny English Reborn. That's, al- <laughs> that's almost Bond. Almost Bond. <laughs> and, and Julian Glover is in a Bond movie, and he was inside her, so in a way... She was in Bond. Bond was in her. <laughs> a Bond villain was in her. You got a little Bond on your face. <laughs> Shaking, not goo. Oh. <laughs> so here's one of my questions for you. Okay. Do you think, we have no way of knowing this, but I like to speculate. We can retcon these things. We're Indiana Jones hosts. We can say whatever the hell we whatever want. Whatever we want. Do you think that she knew that her husband was in cahoots with the Nazis? I do not. Okay. She's in a seat. She walks through the door. She she teases them about, you know, being away from the party. She has yeah. lines, you know. Um, do you think she was the rich man's wife that was kept in the dark, or do you I, think she knew? I don't think she knew because I remember that, that scene. And, like, <clears throat> I want to say, if you have – if you're a bad guy and you have, like, your own little, this is my room, like, knock first or don't come in or something – it was his man cave. You, you, even though we, me and you have man, man caves, but so, but we're not villains. But I don't, th- I don't think she knew. Like that was his area to do what he wanted to do, without her knowing what he's doing. Yeah, I think. Like it was understood. Stay out of here. Yes. Don't go through my desk. You'll mm-hmm. find you'll find my magazines with butt sex. <laughs> the only way you're coming into this room is if we're going to have sex. Don't come in here unless I am orgasm. That's it. <laughs> And then, then she walked in, and then Andy was in there. I said, oh, shit. Not right now. All right. <laughs> I, I agree. I don't think she knew either. No. It's like one of those things, like, you know, the, the, she either, and if she did know, then she was just, she didn't give a shit about anything. She was just like, come back to the party. Well, like, maybe he was, you know, so rich and wealthy, she didn't care what he was doing. Maybe. You know. Well, as the 30s rolled along, Donovan became a Nazi sympathizer, and it seems from everything that we learned in the movie and that I've read, only to get the grail. He's not a Nazi. He doesn't give a shit about the Nazis. He even tells Indy that. In fact, I wrote down a quote. One of his quotes is, Hitler can have the world, but he can't take it with him. He doesn't care about Hitler. No. He just wants it for himself. And and I'll be honest, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. He's he's going to use the Nazis as an ends to the means of getting the Grail. Right. He 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 does his big long speech about how the Nazis want to write themselves into Grail lore. They can do that if they want. I don't give a shit. I just want the Grail because he wants to live forever. I mean, yeah. he's got all the money. You know, like he just he wants to live forever. I guess he's figuring if if say Hitler did succeed and took over, you know, all of Europe or or even more of the world, and eventually those people are all going to die. Right, he'll be the last man standing. I mean, he'll 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 see him all die. Yeah, so that's what it seems like his his major emphasis was. Events of the movie happen, um, ending with Indy being forced to do the Grail trials by shooting Henry Senior, which he does. So this part always bothered me, and I want to hear your your thoughts on this too. How the hell yeah. does Donovan get through 
the name of God trial. I understand the breath of God, sure, because Indy has the the blades are stopped. The leap of faith, which is the path of God, okay, because Indy threw the sand on the on the invisible right, bridge. and you can see but it. That dude. The, I mean, the floor at that point in in the in the name of God is so fragile because he's already crashed through it, and there's no clue left on what to know, what to do. But like, don't you think Indy told him? Like, don't you think? Indy told told well you, no you're right because it wasn't Indy they all they were already through it so then he yeah. came after them. Indy has the has the yeah. Grail diary with him as he's going through. He's figuring this out as he goes. Maybe he you know, just, like was just listening. The first... He was paying attention to what Indy was saying under his breath. <laughs> I guess I don't that that part always bothered me like because I understand like I said the blades and. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's that we get that because indy ropes it up and he's like he even yells back i'm through or something like yeah. that. yeah at the point when he's gonna go through and spell the name of god in hebrew he makes his first mistake mm-hmm. with an i or j or something right and then and then the rest of the way he goes through when they get, say they get through the blaze at that point they look at those letters and go well shit what do we do now see i i honestly always thought that they were right there behind him Okay. Like they were like so close that they were watching what he was doing. I think rather than him doing all three little things. All right, come on in. I think they were right there every step with him. All right, that makes me feel better because there is a shot of them coming through. They kind of are ducking under the blades. The blades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you think when when Indy's talking to himself, they're hearing that? Yeah, I think they're right there. Like if he leaned back, he could touch one of them. <laughs> all right. They were so close. I I like that. I mean, I, I like that you've given me an explanation anyway, because I never, I always thought, like, like, how are these people surviving trial number two? Well, even even Derek Lyons is in this movie. He's um, a guard or something, a Nazi. He is. And he, and was, he was there watching what was going on, so he probably helped Donovan Hennigan in there. I believe that is in his backstory, yes. <laughs> If you're not a if you if you don't know Derek Lyons, friend him on Facebook because boy, are you in for some entertainment? The man is an enigma of characters um, galore. He, so yes. I suggest you friend request Derek Lyons on Facebook, and uh, he will friend you back, and then just sit back and relax at that point. Sit back and watch the magic work because he he was in Star Wars as the the metal guy. The Metal Bear. Metal Bear. He's in Bond movies. So he's Batman. Batman. He's been in it all. And this guy, you can't look away. All right. Well, that's a little plug for Derek Lyons. There you go. Maybe we'll have him on the show one day. We've had him on Star Wars a character. What a nice guy. We got to have him on this because that would be so awesome to talk to him. Well, I'm a big fan. All right. Well, you've given me you've given me something to think of then because I don't. I it always bothered me. That's I think the, they were that, there. They were they were just right there the whole time, right right on on Indy's ass. Okay. All right. Well, then we see the rest. Elsa does betray him in the Grail Room. I don't know what you want to call that where the night is. We talked about that a lot. That was our first episode, wasn't it? You know the what? Night? I could no, say yes tote. or no, and I don't know. Well, that's tote was true. first. Tote yeah. was first. I yeah. think the Grail Night. The Grail Night was one of our first five episodes because I love that. Um, but Elsa betrays him, and those effects are really amazing and cutting-edge effects for 1989. Do you think they hold up? 
where where um, Donovan goes. Yes. I oh yes I I, I just watched it, it real fast on YouTube and all that the little clip. And do you see Christopher Lloyd? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because the one thing I looked at, somebody <laughs> did write at the at one point he resembles Doc Brown from Back to the Future. Definitely, even his screaming in his hair. And I th- even think he called it Indy Marty. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it is cool, though. And it's like, I love I love it how it just gradually, he's just aging, and then the skill, and then death and dust. It's so, it is pretty cool. It's great. I yeah. think it is. I, ILM called that scene Donovan's Destruction, in quotes. That was the name of the, sh- the, oh. the scene. And they really did something that no one had done before. It contains the first completely computerized shots. They did it with a puppet first. They shot it shot by shot and scanned each shot into a computer then. Oh, my God. So it's not necessarily computer animated, but it's computer edited, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what Eric from, like I said, effectively speaking, he's the... He's the expert on all this kind of stuff. But rather than just doing it in stop motion or that kind of thing, they did it in stop motion, but they put it into the computer. So then when it when it actually happened, it was fluid. It was it, it looked like it was animated. Can I can I just put this out there right now? I don't know if Eric did this that scene yet for his podcast. Eric, if you're listening, do it and have me on. <laughs> Oh my god! This shameless, shameless asking to be on somebody else's show. This isn't the first time. This isn't the first time. Eric, have me on. Because I, I want to know more. I want to know more about Christopher Lloyd's dummy in this movie. <laughs> I don't think that's the right grail. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's great. It's great. I did learn there is something called Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, the graphic adventure, which was a CD-ROM game that came out in 1989 when the movie came out. I used to love playing these CD-ROM games. Did you ever do these? I was never. I could never play games on the computer. I had the, the mouse and the A, K, T, I don't know, with the space bar. I don't know what's going on. These were. This was more like you make decisions. And then something happens. It wasn't like necessarily playing a lot of action. Oh, okay. More more happens in this than in The Last of Us, one or two combined. I'm telling you, you have no idea how great this game is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it was a CD-ROM game. And I think I saw, and I'm going to look for this, you can still play it on Steam. What's, it's, what's Steam? It's a it's a site. It's it's like an app. It's like a site. It's a membership. It's kind of like Twitch. You know, like we okay. did the Twitch thing. Like you can yeah. play old games. You can get a membership. You can you can play each other. You can converse. And I mean, we're we're in our late forties. We shouldn't know what any of this stuff is. I have, that's why I actually I had no idea what it was. <laughs> a lot of my students are on Steam. <laughs> the particular like, oh, I, I played it on Steam, and I go, okay. What over over like a stove? Yeah. <laughs> That's where my steam is. I don't know where you, your steam is. You played it in a sauna? <laughs> yeah. Don't you get all wet holding the controller? I barely know what steam is, but I think my my uh, <laughs> description was okay. <laughs> but I think you can still play this. It's campy. It's it, it's it's neat. I like doing stuff like that. I had a Blair Witch one that I used to play, and you just walk around in the woods. It was like The Last of Us. Um, <laughs> See, but in you that, played walk around games. Come on. 
<laughs> in that Donovan gets decapitated by the breath of God. He never gets as far as he does in the movie. Where's the breath of God come out of? The, like, the first trial with the oh, with, right. with the oh, with Christ. the saws. Okay, he gets Jesus. decapitated. Damn. So they change the story a little, and then at the end, when you're in the Grail room as Indy, if you pick the wrong Grail at the end, yeah, in, Indy turns old and dies. Oh, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and he would probably look like he looks now. Yeah, and then he runs with his chest out a little bit. <laughs> and then he'd get in an airplane and it would all be over. Yeah, you know, he lands on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> so I I might I'm I mean I'm not about to get on Steam or create an account or get a membership. <laughs> but I would like to see some I might ask my son to do that because I would like to watch him play that. Yeah. I love the that old kind of campy that old kind of stuff that we thought was cutting edge, and now kids look at it and laugh. Yeah, it's it's like even like even Goldeneye. I've been um you know watching stuff back in the day. That was the shit. Whatever, ninety five. I don't know what. But that was the best game ever. And then you you see it now. It's like, ugh, we played this thing for days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys did. I died in two seconds. <laughs> Do you know why? Because all you did on that game was just walk around. <laughs> We'd start the game and it was like everybody in, okay, go. I'm dead. Yeah, Dave's little square corner got blood. <laughs> and then I would sit and watch you and Tim play it for forty minutes. <laughs> All right, we're gonna play again. Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> I'm dead. Stupid, but it was fun. It was fun. He is played, of course, by the great. Julian Glover, and I don't get to say this as much on this show as Star Wars and character and other shows, but Chris, yes. have you met him? More than once. Nice. Yes. He's, uh, he. I know he does conventions in the Philadelphia area, and if we ever start having those again, yeah, I would, I would, I don't care about meeting celebrities necessarily. I would love to meet Julian Glover. So you haven't met him yet at all? Never, no. Because I got him on Star Wars years ago, but then just recently at some Oaks convention, I had him sign my Indiana Jones poster. Nice. So yeah, I, I do. I did. I did. And he, he's in Game of Thrones. So he's he's like in like a lot of like big ass franchises. He is, which is actually your trivia question. I don't know his name. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> not, not, it's not Game of Thrones. I know neither of us watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He is in a lot of things, like you said. He's in Game of Thrones. He was on The Walking Dead, apparently. Was he? No, I and I watched that there. too. Okay. It was a couple episodes. You, you, I know you like you and Matt like The Walking Dead. Yeah. I don't know. Look it up. I, I don't know. know shit about The Walking Dead. <laughs> um, he was in Troy. He was also in Doctor Who, and he was also in Blake Seven. So, and I looked to see if it was wow. the same episode that that. Um, Isla Blair was on. Yeah, like, I thought that'd be cool. Like they met then. Um, it was different. It was different episodes. But it doesn't mean that they didn't, you know, meet in the same circles. They were probably young actors in Britain, and these are the shows you do when you're young. And right, must have met doing that. And they were banging in the little store trailer. You know, always banging with you. Always. Who doesn't bang? You know. <laughs> Here's your question. Oh though. shit! All right, I'm listening. Okay, you mentioned him being involved in these major, major franchises, and I think because of that, he has become, for being a, a small player in things, very well-known, and I think really beloved by people. 
Okay. But you like to do this, and you love – I don't know why you love this as much as you do, but you've always been infatuated by box office grosses. I, I do, and even though, like, like Tim always yells, like, Tim's like, I don't care how much a movie makes. And me neither, but I always am curious – on how much a movie makes. <laughs> you you've always been fascinated by. It. I remember when we we both got Entertainment Weekly when Entertainment Weekly was the best magazine that had ever been printed. Yeah. In the in throughout the nineties. Yeah. Can I can I say something now? I still get that. Oh and, yeah. Do you want to hear something that's really shitty? What? I don't know why it's called Entertainment Weekly because now it only comes out once a month. Yeah, I see. It stinks. Yeah. So Entertainment okay. Monthly. Yeah, but it's not even, and the price is still the same, and I, I don't know why I still get it. I just like to hold it in my hand and page through and look at the, the pretty pictures. <laughs> I remember how exciting it was when your copy of Entertainment Weekly came in the mail. It was like, I have something to do now. Yeah. If I were working at the movie theater and that came before I went to work and I knew I was going to be sitting in the box office selling tickets all week. I have something to do now. I I have my entertainment weekly. Yeah. This is the best thing ever. And in a way, like, I think I was a huge premiere magazine fan. Yeah. There was kind of like indie on on it. It was always like cool ass shit. And I think that went away and then entertainment weekly took its place. But yeah, it was every week. It was something, you know, it was just cool. But now it's every month. It's like, what the fuck? Why even bother now? But by the time it comes out in the month, I already know what happened. It's history. (laughs) Yeah, true. The writing in Entertainment Weekly was the best. And they always had the page that had the, you know, who won the week. Yeah. You you were you were right to that page, I bet. Yeah. And and I just, I just, <laughs> this is, this is weird. Like, do you know what the top movie is this week? Like. Do I know? Yeah. Well, like, it must, it must be something that you can stream at home. No, it's something that in theaters, in box office mojo, whatever, the number one movie this past weekend because of they're showing it nonstop at drive-ins. E.T. Close. Same Back to the Future. No, E.T.'s closer with Spielberg behind it. I don't know. Jurassic Park. Really? Yeah. Part one is, is number one movie <laughs> at the box office. 20 whatever years that came out years later. I love it. Well, the drive-in near us is playing a double feature of E.T. and Back to the Future. It's the only reason I said those. And I well, and they're also when when what the Swanksville? Um, one of them. I don't know. Because we still we in the Northeast we still have drive-ins. I yeah. mean, I know that there's probably like 200 drive-in theaters in the country or something at this point. We still have them up here. The one up in Swanksville I saw was playing Jaws and and Jurassic Park. I'm gonna have to check that out. It's showing Back to the Future. Yeah, I forget which one it is. Anyway, okay. here's your question. Okay. Of his four most famous franchises, he was in four movies. He was in Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. I forgot about he's in those movies. He was in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, obviously. Right. He was in For Your Eyes Only. And he was in The Empire Strikes Back. Which one of those movies was the highest grossing domestic movie? All right. For Julian Glover. The domestic means like worldwide? Domestic means in America. And just in the U.S.? I never right. look at worldwide grosses because I don't know what that means. What would you mean, say? Empire, Potter, and Last the, Crusade, and, and For Your Eyes Only. And Bond. I hate to say this. I'm The first, I hate to say this because I want it to be Empire, 
Indy, or Bond, but I want to say it's fucking Harry Potter. Final answer. All right. I'll start at the bottom and go up. Okay. For your eyes only, made $54 million, which is a lot of money, I think, for a Bond movie back then. Yeah. He is the main villain. Yeah. And was in consideration, I saw, as an actor to play Bond before um, Roger Moore before was Roger cast. Roger Moore got? No. Yeah. I, I don't know. I can't picture that. Well, it, it, he didn't get it, obviously, but they <laughs> liked him and then brought him back as the main villain in For Your Eyes Only. That's the first Bond movie I ever saw. I remember Sheena Easton and thinking, ooh, yeah. I love I love Australian women. <laughs> and I, I saw Rower and I said, oh, I love Australian <laughs> men. <laughs> humongous or whatever his name is. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the guy's name in the hockey mask? His name's like I Lord think it Humongous. Is humongous, yeah. Lord Humongous. That's yeah. your man. That's your man. Perhaps. All right. After that, at 197 million is Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. 197. Yeah. Okay. Number 2 has the empire. Come 262 million dollars is Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Oh my god. The Empire Strikes Back is his highest-grossing single movie at two hundred and ninety million dollars. It was close. I was think I was like maybe thinking of like you know back then's money compared to Potter's money today. Yeah, I hear you. Okay, all right. Probably with the re-release, it bumped it back up. Oh yeah, the, the special editions and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we joke on Star Wars and character that. He is the only Imperial officer to win a battle, <laughs> at least, <laughs> the, the, you know, off the top of your head anyway. Because he, he comes in, he does his job, he wins, he leaves. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole backstory of that. If you are if you're, if you only listen to this and have never heard Star Wars in character, I'd, I'd be shocked and I'm, I'm happy and thank you. Um, but we do obscure characters out there. We did General Veers a long time ago, and it's a great episode. He actually has a very sad fate. I don't know if you remember it. But I won't spoil it. No, I, yeah, download that episode now. Yeah, go back. And I believe we've done a couple of live shows at uh, Star Wars Celebration, which has been an honor and a treat. Oh, yeah. And we do uh, a live comedy show, really, of our show and uh, call it the Obscure Character Face-Off. And didn't he win? I think he won the um, first one we did, yeah. I think he did, too. General yeah. Veers is the champion of the Obscure Character Face-Off. And we had, I don't know how many people were there, hundreds of people screaming and chanting and yelling and clapping and laughing. It was a great time. Well, wasn't that's, it, on, that's on YouTube. YouTube, I was going to say, yeah. I think you can you can search that on YouTube. Yeah. We were all much younger and far less gray. Yes. Yeah. We, we could we could run back then <laughs> <laughs> and have to like sit down every two two seats. Oh, a chair and sit down, you know. <laughs> Is that what happens now? Yeah. I'm like, oh, a bench. Um, the, go ahead. Did we, I don't know, my, my memory shot. Did we, I'm sure we talked about it during the um, old night episode, but when, 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 yeah, when, when Han, when Indy drinks that, just to yeah. see if it is, is the right one, does that mean he's never going to die? I think we talked about that then because if 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 you just believe that if you drink out of it you'll live forever. Yeah. Why why does he look like you know a, a geriatric old man in part 4? And why is Sean I, Connery's photo on a fucking nightstand? 
Yeah, because he drinks out of it too. Over, yeah, I was Not just wondering all, that. I, I just hit. Me. He drinks out of it and he pours it over his bullet wound. Yeah, and it looks like looks like peroxide where it burns. Yeah, that's a great shot. It is a cool shot. I think we decided, or I had looked at the time, that for it to have the full effect, yeah. you needed to stay there oh, or something like that. I think you're right. That's why the, the Grail guy is in there. It can't right. leave. That's why the knight is still there and alive, because he hadn't left and the Grail hadn't passed that seal. You know, it was it was yeah. um, consecrate. It was consecrated ground. So by leaving, you negate the effects of drinking out of it. But then if you leave it, wouldn't, if you're Henry Jones Sr. and you pass a little mark, would your belly start bleeding again? I don't, I don't think so because it had been cured inside, meaning it is cured. That's the way it is now. Does anyone else have this conversation? No. <laughs> okay. No, just dorks like us. Okay. <laughs> I love conversations like this. Cause that's I think that's said I've been I heard that so many times that they they both drink it so why are they why do they die or get old you Yeah, know? I've always thought that too and thought that when I was younger and I think we decided then that it's because they leave for it to, if, for it to be for it to stay that way you had to stay and is Elsa still falling or did she. <laughs> Or did she hit somewhere, a ground or a mattress? A mattress? You think there's mattresses down there? Yeah. She's still falling. Because when Indy falls through the word of God, I love that shot because it looks like it just goes on forever. It reminds me of uh, the golden child. Give <laughs> when me he's the doing, knife. Yeah. When he's getting the knife and he goes through a thing and it's all falling down forever and ever. And he's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so I think she's still falling. She's just, I mean, there's like forever. Like, is she having birthdays as she falls? (laughs) (laughs) Today's my birthday. (laughs) Happy birthday to me. (laughs) How old are you? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) She had to survive because then she was Charlie Sheen's manager in Major League Two. So I I forget that one, man. It's good. Don't yeah? don't try to don't try. No, I'm saying good. You forget. Don't try oh, to remember. Oh, okay. The last thing I have yes. on Mr. Glover is that he auditioned originally for Colonel Vogel, which we did an episode on. He's the really nasty Nazi officer in the tank. Yeah, the the, the older the, looking guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. The one that goes over the, the real, canyon. The guy who's the short, tank. who's tiny. Yes. He auditioned for that, didn't get it, but they liked him so much, they offered him Donovan instead. So he really That's upgraded. pretty cool. Yeah. He had to then come up with an American accent, which I think his accent is beautiful. I mean, did you, didn't you did you think he was an American when you were little? Absolutely. Like, I think it's always harder when, yeah, doing the, trying to do the American accent. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard I've heard people from around the world say that an an American accent is tough. There are so many people that do it so well. Your Christian Bales and and stuff like that. It's like, but he hated his American accent. He thought it was awful, and it always bothered good. him. No. I was absolutely perfect. Yeah, never, he, was, never, he was fine. Right. Well, he hated it, but he did enjoy the shoot, the experience, and he enjoyed it so much that he 
and Sean Connery became friends and stayed friends, uh, I assume, till this day, which I thought was a sweet way to end the episode. They uh, probably about the same age. And yeah. uh, I wonder if they're both like in rocking chairs, like reading a script, <laughs> <laughs> like reminiscing, you know, past, past, past. <laughs> going back and forth. What's your line? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all I got on Walter Donovan. Uh, not a lot of backstory, but I knew it'd be a good conversation because there is a lot to talk about with him. If uh, there's something we didn't cover that you think we should, let us know on Facebook. We're active on Facebook, and we've gotten a few more Facebook followers since our feedback, and we appreciate that. But uh, we're on there. I mean, I go on there at least once or twice a day to see if anybody's messaged or anything like that. So chat us up on there, and we'll chat back at you or yeah. chat with each other. I mean, you know. Absolutely. Well, I'd, I'd rather talk about Indiana Jones than just about anything. So Absolutely. Let us know what we forgot about Walter Donovan. And um, our next episode will be, you know, it's going to be Last Crusade Trivia with Dave. I'm excited. All right, this, is, this is a good lead-in for that, then. Yes, yes. I'm excited. And then I'm not going to say anything. There's, we, I think Dave and I have a special episode coming up soon. We do? Shortly. Are you really? asking me? I know what you're talking about. Okay, okay. I thought you were like, we do? What are you talking about? <laughs> No, I, yeah, we'll see, we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Hopefully doing we, we the, can do it. Yeah, and I think people like the characters most, and I'm happy to research them and and us do that. But uh, we like to throw some other knuckleballs at you sometimes because like, if we just did characters every week, this is the problem we ran to before. We're going to run out of characters. Yeah. And the, and the way Dave does it, too, he does, like, you know, four bonus episodes, uh, four characters in the same episode, so, you know. Would you like? Would you have liked a full episode on Mrs. Donovan? Yes, we could have talked about everything about her. She was a cougar. How she cooks and cleans, and and how she does Walter Donovan. I bet she doesn't cook or clean. They're rich. They probably yes, have <laughs> a chef and a maid and a and a cleaning crew. Yeah, this is probably true. Well, you know, just I don't want to talk all about her and her hairdo. Yeah, and when she gets her nails done, cougar. I'm telling you. Wow. 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 All right. Well, thank you, Dave, for telling me all about Walter Donovan. It was it was great. It was my pleasure. Thank you, Alex, for uh, asking about it. Yes, thank you very much. And tune in next time where I I question Dave all about Last Crusade, and there's I'll give you a little spoiler. It's worth thirty six points. <laughs> okay, that's all I'm saying. All right, that's it. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Indiana Jones in Character. Indiana Jones in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com podcast network. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit www.neozaz.com. The Indiana Jones in Character podcast is not endorsed by nor affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. All Indiana Jones characters, places, and situations are copyright Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit neozaz.com for the latest Indiana Jones in character episodes and information. Which one is it? You must choose. But choose wisely. For as the true grail will bring you life, False grail will 
take it from you. I'm not a historian. I have no idea what it looks like. Which one is it? Let me choose. is the cup of the King of Kings. Eternal life. He chose poorly. 